Today is the last Sunday of the church year, and its theme is Christ the King. So the readings point this out. A reading from Daniel, the seventh chapter. As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames, its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousand served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven there came one like a son of man. And he came to the Ancient of Days, and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. O Lord, have mercy on us. Jude, the first chapter, beginning at verse 20. But you, beloved, build yourselves up in your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garment stained by the flesh. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. We rise for the reading of the Holy Gospel as recorded by St. John, chapter 18, verses 33 through 37. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So you are a king. Jesus answered, You, may, you say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, 
and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to me. This is the gospel of our Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our sermon text is the gospel lesson. Let me just reread it again so we can kind of keep these things straight in our mind. This is where Jesus is now brought by the high priests, etc., from Caiaphas to Pilate. Pilate entered the praetorium again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord, or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have handed you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingship is not of this world. If my kingship were of this world, my servants would fight that I might not be handed over to the Jews. But my kingship is not from the world. Pilate said to him, Are you a king? Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this I was born, and for this have I come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, what is truth? Thus far, our text. I would presume, without having studied this greatly, but just from experience and a little bit of knowledge of history, Every clan or group of people has a leader. We see that in our own country here. Before the Europeans came over and settled this land, as you well know, there were many different Indian tribes who lived here, and some of them traveled with the weather uh, following where it was warmer. Others were established. But to my knowledge, every one of those tribes had a chief, and they had leaders, and they were really quite well organized. Out where I grew up in Nebraska, there was one chief who was well known by the Nebraskans and probably other people too, Red Cloud. There's a town named after him in Nebraska, not too far from where I grew up. And I think that's probably true throughout history. There are peoples gathered together and somebody's the leader and they have some sort of structure and organization. So it was in our text today. The Jews were ruled by the Sanhedrin, 70 of the Pharisees, Sadducees, Levites, different ones, and then, of course, they were conquered by the Romans. And the Romans had Caesars or kings. So the Jews 
are trying to get rid of Jesus. The leaders of the church were trying to get rid of this man. As Pilate says, he knew why they wanted to get rid of him. They were envious of him. They were jealous because the crowds were following him day after day after day by the thousands. They just dogged him wherever he went. They followed him day in and day out. And this disturbed the leaders. As you know, Caiaphas, when he, in the dark of night, and the others, brought the charges against Jesus that he should be put to death, Caiaphas says, if we don't do this, they'll come and they'll take away our places and our positions. So they wanted to get rid of him. So they bring him to Pilate and they charge him with be, claiming to be a king. He truly is not just a king, he is the king. He is the king of the universe, of everything. All the other kings and leaders, they had a small group of people that they were over. But not Jesus. He's over everything, over everybody, the entire universe. And today, he rules and reigns this universe day in and day out. So, you and I don't have to worry about a single thing in all of the world. For our Lord Jesus Christ is in charge of everything. He is the king of the universe. So they bring him to Pilate. Now, as you well know, Pilate was the governor. He wasn't the Caesar. He wasn't the king. But he was sent to Israel, who became subjects of the Romans in 63 B.C., before Christ was born. And so Pilate is the top dog. He's the head man in all of Israel. And whatever he says goes. So if he said, crucify him, he'd be crucified. But Pilate knew that he was innocent. So they bring him to Pilate. And Pilate questions him. And he says, he, now he doesn't, this is interesting. He says, are you the king of the Jews? Not are you a king, but are you the king? king of the Jews. Pilate knew why the chief priests and other priests wanted him out of the way. So he asked Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? Now Pilate is looking for some reason to either convict him and have him punished somehow or else he's trying to find, are you innocent? But I think he was really leaning towards, he was hoping to come up with some charge against him. 
but he wasn't able to do it. But he tried. Are you the king of the Jews? Now Jesus doesn't answer him. Not immediately. He wants to know. Now this is really interesting. Pilate is trying to find some reason that this man is guilty. Jesus, in turn, is trying to draw Pilate out of his unbelief into faith in Jesus himself. That's why he doesn't answer his question. He said, do you say this of your own accord, or did others tell you about me? So he's trying to get Pilate to think about this matter. To think about who he really is. This is the God who created Pilate standing before him, wanting to draw him out of his unbelief and certain eternal damnation. He's trying to draw him out of that to faith to open up his heart and his mind so that he might see the truth that God has sent his son to save his people. As the angels sang on Christmas night, that the Savior has been born. Jesus is trying to get Pilate to see this. So he doesn't answer him directly. He says, do you say this on your own accord, or did others tell you? Now, Pilate, you can see, Pilate's not getting this. He says, am I a Jew? Well, what do you think, wise guy? Am I a Jew? Huh? Why would I be saying these things? Well, he just doesn't get it. He says, your own nation, the chief priest, has handed you over to me. What have you done? Now Jesus answers him. My kingship, and you see, this is a great translation here. It's not king, it's kingship. That is, everything is his. He's not just a king like Red Cloud was in charge of the tribe there in little parts of Nebraska. But he... It has a kingship. He has everything in the universe is under him. My kingship is not of this world. And he tells him why. If it were, my servants would fight for me that I might not be handed over to the Jews. But my kingship is not from this world. And you caught it in Daniel, right? When I read that, Daniel was talking about this already back in his day, like 800 years before Christ was even born. Daniel is, has been revealed, this vision, God reveals it to Daniel, of the future, when his son would come, and his son would be like the Son of Man. And that's what Jesus always called himself, the Son of Man. So he connected the two. Daniel was talking about Jesus coming and being the king of the universe. 
Jesus says, you say that I am a king. For this I was born. For this I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. So he's telling Pilate, if you knew these things, if you knew who stands before you today trying to draw you out of your unbelief to believe and granting you forgiveness and salvation, if you knew these things, you would know the voice that is speaking to you. It's that of God himself. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. When I proclaim unto you that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, sent into the world to bear your sins, give his life on the cross, that you might have forgiveness and eternal life, the Holy Spirit is telling your spirit, those words are true. I am speaking through this sinful man telling you the truth about my son Jesus Christ that you might have forgiveness and eternal life. That's why you can travel all over this country, all over this world, and you can listen to a whole bunch of different preachers and you can tell when you hear our words whether this man is speaking faithfully from the scriptures or whether he's up there just espousing his own ideas. The Holy Spirit teaches us whose word is true and whose word is false. Jesus says it right here to Pilate. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Jesus wants Pilate to come to faith, he wants you to come to faith or to come and be and remain in the one true faith. He wants all of the world to come to faith. That's why the church is involved in missions and evangelism. That's why we are encouraged to tell our neighbors about Christ whenever we have the opportunity. Peter says, ever be ready to tell of that hope which lies within your heart. And he doesn't put any qualifications on the people that we tell. He wants, God wants everybody in the entire world to come unto the knowledge of the truth and to be saved. That's why our church, the Christian church, goes to great lengths to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to people. I've mentioned this in Bible class. I don't know if I've done it here. But one of my professors at the seminary was Dr. Otto Hinsey. And he was, he and Willard Burris were the first two pastors sent into New Guinea after World War II. I think it was like in 1947 or 48. And they went there, and eventually their wives came. And they spent, I think Willard Burr spent his entire life in New Guinea. 
Otto Hensi was finally encouraged by the president of our synod to come back and teach missions at the seminary. But they really had to do an awful lot of talking to get him to leave the mission field. And uh, it'd be great. Read his book. He ju it's just been published. He talks about working in New Guinea. He tells about one situation where the, the natives took him way back into the jungle where people had never seen a white man before. And he was carrying the gospel of Jesus Christ to people back there. And when he first went to New Guinea, he and Willard Burst, there were very few Christians there. Now it's a large Christian church. They have thousands and thousands of members there. And it's beautiful to see all of these natives. Of course, it's warm there. So they can sit outside for church. And here the pastor is, and everybody's outside, and there's just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them sitting in small groups around listening to the pastor proclaim Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Christ wants everybody to come into the truth and to be saved and to know him as their Savior, their loving shepherd, and to know that he is the king of the universe. God grant us the Holy Spirit that we may know this and believe it. Amen. Now may the peace that passeth all understanding keep your hearts and minds through faith in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>